0: Hi everybody! Welcome to Amigos. I'm John. I'm Aaron. And today, Aaron, we're going to be talking about pushover. Oh, yeah. I've I've known to be like that sometimes.
1: Would you depend would on, you, on how much I've been drinking
0: that night. Would you Would you call yourself a pushover? I do. My, I am. You're an old sock. I get.
1: I am. I get bullied, and cajoled, hassled in the doing
0: stuff. Yeah, it's me. I on do. the upside, I can mold you to my desires. Yeah, that's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> what? Please don't. I don't want to know what your desires are, by the way.
0: I, I kind of creep myself Your desires and mold, what I'd
1: say, are very similar. <laughs> That's a good choice of words.
0: Well, Aaron, this is another ant game. Yeah, you're right. It yeah. is. And uh, we've talked about your sort of loathing of insects in the past before.
1: This does have a legitimate ant. He's just not a guy representing ants. That's
0: this true. is an actual ant. That's true. This game was, was actually programmed in response to Zool. <laughs> is that what it, it was, was? Yeah. The, the, the ant community was fed up with only having a representative. <laughs> At least the they've
1: Indiana. got an ant they can sort of be proud of this time around, as opposed to a guy representative represented a fun ant.
0: He's served. He's G.I. Ant. Yeah, that I saw his that. Name. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what branch.
1: Military overtones in that one. Yeah. You know, what branch? I. He's a soldier ant,
0: right? That's what they are. That's what they call him. You get it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I get it. Yeah. <laughs> What's been going on over at everythingamiga.com this weekend? Now, you know,
1: Dreamcatcher, he covers everything, but sometimes he covers things that are near and dear to me, mm-hmm. and he's done it again. A few weeks ago he Rocky Horror, this week he's doing the game based on a Roger Moore Bond classic, uh, A View to a Kill. Now, I'm, I know you haven't seen this uh, fine film, uh, but this, uh, this is quite a... I always thought this was a real good film. One of the first Bond movies I saw in the theater... Uh, when it came out back in the day. You know, I'm a Roger Moore guy. Uh, he's your favorite Bond right? Well, he's right? just listen. Tim, well, it's Timothy Dalton first. No, than Roger no, Moore, right? no, no, absolutely not. Timothy Dalton is not first. Listen, I love Sean Connery's Bond. And he is Sean Connery fits the bill as a Bond, right? And his Bond moves are mostly really good. But Roger Moore brought a wackiness to that role and a comedy that, that you never got from Sean Connery. And you know I love Wacky. Mm-hmm. So I can't help but be drawn to a lot of the Roger Moore uh, films. And this one is was quite wacky. Plus, you had King Wacky, aka Christopher Walken, played the bad guy in this Zorn. And this this is a quite a movie. It also had uh, uh, it had a cast of weird goose in it, like Grace Jones was in it. Who's that? Um, how can I describe her? She's a tall, uh, crew-cutted, muscular death dealer. Okay. Okay? That's her, if you're looking at the video. Uh, right, yeah, that's her right there. It's like Sigourney Weaver in Alien? She's much. She's a, a real puffy. Okay. She's a Zorn's bodyguard. Of course, that doesn't stop Bond from betting her later in the movie. Of course. But she's a real tough chick. In fact, the very opening chase scene is a chase scene where Bond's rolling up and trying to catch her. On the uh, on the Eiffel Tower, you know,
0: I think that's the youngest I've ever seen Christopher Walken. Yeah, well, he was younger than that, believe it or not. You no, I don't believe the, it. you ever
1: seen a deer hunter and that stuff. No, no. Gosh, no. so yeah, that wouldn't be your cup of tea no. anyway. But the the movie uh, I, I is that remember. Bill Murray? No, no. that's that's, <laughs> that's it looks Jake's, like you can't
0: tell me that that doesn't James look like Bond. Bill Murray. No, in this exact moment, he looks like Bill Murray. You're you're
1: out of minute. your mind. Nevertheless, this had an awesome theme sang by uh, Duran Duran. Which was also had a great video for the for the for the song. Her name
2: is Grace Jones, no, and she's... That's incorrect.
1: Uh, I think the plot of this, as I recall, was uh, Zoran wanted to flood. Uh, he wanted to get let ocean water flood Silicon Valley. Really, and I can't recall to what end. Okay, but so he was he was mining under Silicon Valley and put a bunch of explosives down there, and so Bond had to get down there and try to stop him. Right. The the best part of this whole movie is a scene where uh Christopher Walk is down there with this stooge and all the miners are down there. He's like, and, and he gets on the bullhorn, he's like, You guys have all done a great job, you know. Uh goodbye. And Christopher Walken basically gets a gun and just mows at his own man and cackles with delight as he's mowing him down because he's he's out of his mind. He's mm. nuts. You know, and even when at the, not to spoil it but at the end there's a big fight scene on the uh, Golden Gate Bridge really and Zoran's up there with an axe and he's fighting Bond and Bond hoses him and so Zorn's hanging off the edge of the Golden Gate Bridge and he just starts cackling at his own death and mm. then he falls off and presumably he's killed mm. lots of good stuff in this so this isn't
0: one that Zorn comes back at all? Like no. In a later movie no. Zorn
1: ain't coming back from. He ain't coming back from this one. He's he, he fell off the Golden Gate Bridge. He's done. Uh, but it was it was was this the best Bond film? No. Was it the best uh, film uh, of of the era? No. The, of Roger Moore's career? No. 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 not why not why man with the golden gun still walking around. That's the all, my all time favorite best? Bond. Uh, especially my all time favorite Roger Moore. But this was a fun film with lots of Bondy stuff that went on. Uh, and so here comes the game, based based on this. And the I, game is not really inspiring. I have, I have from, not from played. So far. I have not played this game. I'll be honest mm-hmm. with you, but I had heard of its existence. Uh, it looks, re, let's just say, remedial. Let's go with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and of course, uh, Dreamcatcher goes into like vivid, ultra detail in the film before even gets to it. I believe this was this game was on the was this on the specy and yeah, here's. It was available on the spectrum, the Amstrad, the C64, and the MSX. The, uh, so you've got some, you got some interesting machines there. And uh, God only knows I, we have, and maybe this will come up with it. We haven't played. Have we ever played a Bond game on any of the thing, shows we did?
0: I don't think so. I'm begging. So. We need
1: that to happen. We need, we need some Bond acts. I would love to try that. So anyway, if you're into Bond or into this game, this is something you should check out. Dreamcatcher goes into ultra detail, includes, with tons and tons of pictures. Cool, so cool.
0: I recommend it. All right, and I believe, yes, that is the only uh, new article on everything Amiga this week. So we're going to transition on into mm-hmm. Amiga News. Oh, God. That's right. It's the gamble train, and it is rolling down the station. Uh, Aaron, it's been a little bit of a slow news week. I'm not going to lie to you. There has not, not too many cars on old gamble train this no, week. No, it's a one car deal. It's more like a tram, not really. T- <laughs> It's, a, it's, a, it's one of those push carts. That's thing. right, yeah. that's right. And pushing the push cart is our buddy, Tenmark. Get on. Start, <laughs> start pumping, Doug. <laughs> and so uh, his video this week is about eyebrows 2.5.2 <laughs> for the Amiga. Now, Aaron, have you ever once in your life connected an Amiga to a web browser? Oh, wait, eyebrows. Get it? I, I do get it. <laughs> no. Uh, I have BBSed
1: on the Amiga extensively back in the day, but I have not, I don't have, it's funny, I have a uh, Wi-Fi adapter that would work on the Amiga, but I've never, just never done it, to be honest Mm -hmm. with you. That doesn't mean you shouldn't, it
0: just means I haven't. Yeah, so anyway, this is a new release, and uh, Doug walks you through all of the new features and everything, boy. It's like stepping. It's literally like stepping back in time. It looks like a, Netscape 0.04 right.
1: <laughs> beta. Yeah, basically. Yeah.
0: But I mean, you've got to admire these people that are that are chasing the dream of surfing the web on on the Amiga. It is. It's. It, it is wacky that I mean, it's
1: it's funny. You would think that a web browser wouldn't be that complicated. Then when you actually think about it, it seems like the most complicated. thing It's the most thing complicated yeah. thing in the
0: world. Yeah. I mean. Um, now, boy, I mean, I'm getting like nostalgia pangs looking at this thing, which is with the gray background on the pages and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you remember the first time the, the first time you ever used a browser? A, I did, a well, browser? The, let's face facts. So it depends on your definition of real browser. Okay. okay.
1: Because the first time I actually used the World Wide Web was through the only way you could do it, which was through AOL at the time. It was mm-hmm. the only, there was nothing else because uh, my local service providers weren't providing a, a gateway to it. Right. So, uh, the first time I ever used the World Wide Web or FTP was all on the on AOL. Mm-hmm. And we all, I don't know about everybody, but I longed for a way to get out from underneath AOL. Oh, yeah. I yeah. hated them. Yeah. And so eventually, here comes uh, an outfit called There oh was boy, a pipeline. No, this was a local outfit. Oh yeah. That we that, hooked uh, up um, with. I can't remember their name, but, they, but I remember they had their own uh, Earthlink was one. I remember mm-hmm. we were on that, and they w- these things would come with a brow, a mixed browser that they had put together, uh, presumably using Mozilla or Netscape or something. It, but it, it, you could run your own browser, which I did. And I think the first one I ran was was Netscape, one of the old Netscape. Yeah, me you me know, too. From back in the day, me too. and it was a decent experience. It wasn't like I thought, man, I'm getting screwed here. I mean, you thought you were doing pretty good yeah. at the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was didn't a- know what tabbed browsing or any other crap was, or Java, or Flash, you didn't know what that was. You were just happy to be doing something. You could talk to (laughs) people. Just happy to be here. Well, I mean, when you've BBS for like your whole life, that's all you've done, and you thought that was the bomb, it's like, man, I could leave a message tomorrow, a dude will talk to me. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, crap. (laughs) Everyone on Earth's on this. Yeah, it's amazing, you know. And I remember the old web pages. You'd be astounded mm-hmm. at these web pages. You get on a web ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. You had to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I remember putting together a Luchador web page one time. And I thought, man, this is great. And I, a ghost hunting page, and you're like, now I got to get these pages spread out. And that's how you did it with
0: the web ring. Oh yeah, right? I was definitely a member of the Robert Smith Cure Appreciation Society web ring. Did you? Yep. Is that? Did that when you had his hair? That was when I had his hair and his makeup <laughs> and his gut. If only well, you had his basses. That guy's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Seems like Simon Pilgrim. That guy or can go. Like he yeah. makes
1: the band. He is. That and the whiny singing. <laughs> <laughs> I want like it. the tag team. I like, like the Morris Cure, but Mark. let's face facts. This guy's whiny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And our only other story, and this is actually a story that's a couple of weeks old, but we're just now getting around to yeah. it. This is a new proof of concept video that shows just what is possible in terms of scrolling and speed on OCS. Yeah, I haven't CSM seen this again. yet. I heard of people talking. This about is amazing. It. This is loosely based on Super Off or Super Outrun, the motorcycle game, and this thing is amazing. So uh, tell me, tell me what they've done here, Bob. Well, what they've done here is they've created this. Oh, this is wow. A, that looks pretty good. I mean, this looks. Pretty darn arcade perfect. Now, of course, this is not a playable demo. This is this is something that's just a video running, but it shows what might possibly could be done in a future release. If we could get a um, a motors or a racing game with this smooth of a frame rate, it would be amazing. It'd be amazing. It looks
1: good. Yeah, it does. It looks good. I will say it's funny. Uh, I played. Uh, I, why did I do this? Oh, I was testing the new. Uh, you know, I stuck a new. Uh, Goek driver in my Amiga 1200 this week, and I was testing it. And we had played something, I don't even remember what it was, but she'd said, hey, that's every bit as good as uh, Lotus Two And I was like, I, don't, I think Boat was on crack. I'm gonna try Lotus Two out. And I'll tell you, when you go back and play Lotus, that, that, that's another game. That is, they really hit the ball out of the park on the scroll. They really stuff.
0: worked hard to make the scrolling yeah. the best they could. It,
1: it, it, that is quite mm-hmm. a game. But this also, I have to say, this does look very impressive. The biker looks good. It looks, it's very nice. Yeah, It's a shame
0: that you can't actually play this. That'd right. be a lot of fun. But maybe that's coming down the road. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. So we thank, of course, Saberman and Indie Retro News for that, that bit of news. And Aaron, it's time to talk about Pushover, but before we get into it, okay. So it's not time to talk about pushover. Well, we are. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it in conjunction with this gift we've received. Oh, okay. Oh boy. From Pixels at Dawn. If I don't destroy the computer. don't don't dump fancy water all over the desk, boat. The fancy water's gone. I forgot about the refill. So inside this box, feel the feel the weight of the cardboard on that box. That's a high. That's quality That's rich cardboard. Corinthian cardboard it is, right there. It is. and we got these. These are uh, these are these edible packing peanuts. Remember those? No, they're not. Don't eat it, dude. It's tradition. I've got to eat at least one. I'll see you in the emergency ward, you dipstick. Good Lord. This is a note. It's not a note. This is a receipt.
1: This is... (laughs) We'll read it, Boat.
0: It's from UK Goods. They're known as the good taste of home. Okay? (laughs) Okay. So this is a place, they're in Pennsylvania, and they are a major importer of goods from the UK. Okay. Yeah. So uh, inside here, Aaron, we're going to just kind of start off with a little bit of Angel Delight. Oh, this is goodies. Yeah, this is goodies. Okay. okay. So Angel Delight is... This looks like something we have to make. It is. Oh. <laughs> Thank God I told
1: you <laughs> before you just dumped this in your mouth. I thought it was like the old liquid. and looks. Uh, no, it looks like pudding. It's, Fun like, it's some is sort of what it, this
0: is. It looks like pudding. Uh, yeah, I think it's pudding. I think you're right. Who, who did you say sent
1: this, by Pixels the way? Pixels at Dawn Okay,
0: go oh, good pudding. I like pudding. It'll be good. All right up next You know these packing peanuts have sort of an aftertaste. Yeah, it's Once called it's, styrofoam. It's making my tongue numb a little bit You've actually destroyed the environment of your body McVitie's
2: Hobnobs <laughs> uh, these... Once you
0: make the screen big here. Oh, see what yeah, this that's looks a good like. idea. That's a good idea. McViddy's hobnobs, Aaron. Okay, they cure what ails you. Uh, they appear to be uh, milk chocolate, oaty, knobbly biscuits. That's the official UK Food and Drug Administration description of what this is. They, so they have an official description of hobnobs. Yeah, yeah. We'll have a maybe we'll. My have knob a, is a bit hob. That might be pretty good. We might have an after show where we uh, where or we, we just eat sit around things. eating. Yeah, <laughs> but we won't do that on the actual podcast. <laughs> okay. Now, this is this has been boxed inside of a box. It's the double box of Doom here. We better eat these quick. I thought I was prepared. <laughs> if you were with us last week, <laughs> opening things, it's not Boat Strong suit. Yeah, and this thing is like, this thing is... Gosh darn it. I'm going to have to get my thing again. You don't have any sharpness, do you? Uh, nope. Oh, man. What do you think? I just carry around a, a butcher knife yeah. or a cleaver? You work for the Kentucky State Police. I don't get to carry nothing. You don't. You don't have a, like a special carry permit for what you
1: Let me tell you something. What you don't want to do is carry sharp crap into a prison.
0: They don't like that. <laughs> you know. Now that you say it that way, <laughs> because someone
1: might come up behind me, hit me with a with a you know I don't know a shank, mm-hmm. and then take my weapon, which is better than a shank, and then kill me
0: that's true
1: no so no see you got through that pretty good don't eat those for god's okay. sakes man this is these are super packed this is gonna be the uh some kind of ultra food here yeah
0: and there is more this is not the final act here oh oh no these are, these are the food in question yeah so this is what we wanted to get to here
1: now we've had these once before, haven't we? We you have.
0: Uh, the last time that we covered a Quavers-based game, which I believe was called um, Out of This World. That can't be right. No. One Step Beyond yes. is the name of the game. Yes. Uh, we had Quavers for the first time. Oh boy, because they were tasty. <laughs> yeah. That now look at this, Aaron. I want to. I want to draw your attention to this. This. Do you see this cut here in the middle of the bag? Does your bag have that too? Nope. Oh, okay. So tells
1: me that yours that was on top when you were cutting it with your. Oh, keys. Oh yeah, you're
0: probably right. I thought it was one of these things where you could burst it open. No, like you, bah, that's, that's, and it's, like, that's, it's Quavers time, that's, baby. That's you have cut it with your keys. Oh, okay. So
1: anyway, what would you do if I wasn't here? You'd be filling up on styrofoam peanuts. <laughs> that's,
0: that's true. It's true. It's true. Styrofoam peanuts and Jagermeister. <laughs> no, we don't. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> All right. Um, we will uh, unwrap the rest of the goodies. Oh boy. At the end of the show, it'll be food time. But for right now, we are going to be moving on to pushover. So let's and thank you, picks. Yes, you for the, absolutely. For the goodies. I will feast on this stuff because I'm hungry. So
1: pushover. Now, vote. I ask you this every week, and I'll ask you again. Had you heard of or had you ever played this in the past? I've never heard of or played this in the past. I hadn't either. I had not ever heard of this. And the funny thing is, who knew there were two games with the
0: Quavers dude in it? I might have actually done an Amigos plays on this. What? <laughs> so, now that I think about it, I think I maybe have. Oh my God. <laughs> so anyhow,
1: let's talk about this game. Released in the year 19 and 92, both. two big discs, and uh, this is a single player effort. Developed by the uh, stupidly named Red Rat Studio. Uh, we have... Talked about Red Rat before because they were also behind One Step Beyond. Uh, they also did International Soccer Challenge. Uh, the uh, they also did Screaming Wheels and Wild Wheels. They did a lot of crazy wheel stuff mm-hmm. there. Uh, and the the concept of this game was uh, derived was from a fellow named Chaz Partington. Chaz Partington, Party of Four. Um, <laughs> the, the artist was. I thought you were going to
0: make a Chad Pennington joke.
1: No, are, are you kidding? <laughs> Did uh, you get you killed around here? Uh, artist uh, artist, and decoder, Dave Ellock. you got a ton of people. I'm not gonna get on the list, but look at this. There's like 15 people worked, on this, game, people worked on this game, man. You know, and a lot of these guys worked on a lot of the same games, including Batman, Hook, Hudson Soft. You got some weird stuff in here. So what do we got here? Well, this game, believe it or not, got ported. I want to mention that right out of the gate. Uh, you had a Atari ST version. You had a Super Nintendo version of this Boatster. Oh, did you get to try that? I played them all. Oh, good. You played the DOS version as well. No, when okay. I say I played them all, I mean I played the Super Nintendo version. <laughs> there you go. Now, let's. Before we get too far in to this, let's talk about their the tie in here. So, uh,
0: Quavers, the which are these chips? hmm They crisps, were crisps, as it were. Crisps. I apologize. Let me let me read let me read to you from the back from the Gospel of Quavers. Wait. Curly little things, <laughs> quavers, and no two are the same. Some twister, some that wrap around your tongue, but they're all crunchy and melty and pleasingly cheesy. So go on, pop one in your mouth.
1: You sounded like, uh, sound like an American retro man cave right there. You gonna <laughs> steal his bit too? You're another one. So... Uh, that town, and that's exactly the way they taste. Mm-hmm. C- they're quite yummy. So anyhow, uh, they had a character, I guess, back in the day, and I'm sure some of the people would the chat can back this up. Colin Curley, mm-hmm. I believe he's like a, a, he's, cord- a dog. he's a dog. He's a big one of those bad dog. dumb guy, like the flat hats mm-hmm. and, and, a, and like a coat. Yep. You know, he's got like it's like an old press hat. Would you say he's a dumb guy, dog? It's hard to say. It's, it's not-
0: hard to say. We don't know. T- we haven't delved too far into his psyche. Now, uh, the the
1: uh, the from what I read, this uh, tie-in came at the last minute <laughs> and was not planned as part of this game. Whenever these guys were making the game, this came, this, this, just like I don't know if it was forced on them or what, but this was not something that was planned. So you'll notice that when you play the game, there's a little to do with quavers, except for a few parts. And, and the, we're going to talk about it now when the game comes up. Colin the dog is rolling around and he dro- drops his quavers in an anthill right as you do and luckily uh, uh, the ant buddy of his is standing by GI ant is standing by and he basically says like these guys can communicate they don't need a written language you know, or talk they just, he just goes I'll do it and he just goes in the anthill. I just put it
0: together Yeah, GI ant yeah G-I-A-N-T. G-I-A-N-T. giant good one good one bode you, you think that was that was on purpose and you called that guy dopey <laughs> Where's
1: your dumb hat? <laughs> so anyway, you you are a GI ant as you go and and the funny thing is Quavers as a as a food is never pictured in in like the ant portion of the game. It's no. mentioned after so many levels are completed. It just says, "Hey, you found uh, a bag of Quavers." Right. Then you then there's a cut scene where your guy comes up out of the ant hill and does a little bit with Carl and the dog. Right. Now I will say some of the cutscenes are funny. I did watch all the cutscenes, and they I thought good.
0: Well, I'm you joking. know, I feel like this is the way. If you're going to do a product tie-in, this is the way to do it. You have a solid game, and then you just sort of put the things around it in with it.
1: Well, this isn't how I'd do it. Because, how would you do it? Well, I mean, do you remember, would you- remember back in the uh, in the nineties or, or actually or late to, in the mid two thousands like product placement on the internet was the rage. Mm-hmm. And so like Nabisco and all these guys, they were having these games made out of their stuff, right? Right. So you had Lifesaver games and cookie games, keyboard elf games, and they would at least have the stuff, like the stuff was always on the screen. Because right, was, but do you
0: want that? Do you want quavers all over the no, screen? But
1: what, what I'm saying is if I'm quavers, yes. I want quavers on the screen at all times. <laughs> I don't want my product mentioned but not seen, and it just for a little bit. Plus, you don't see those cutscenes until you beat, like, I think it's 12 levels. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like your average, like, these old Lifesaver games, there were Lifesavers everywhere, plus there was, like, promo material all over the screen. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm an advertiser, I want that. That's I true. don't
0: want this. They could have put some Quavers logos over the, over the various things in the background. In but the
1: as a player, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Assuming, let's assume that the guys that made this got, got paid for the sponsorship, good on them, because they didn't give up hardly anything right. to have to do it. Right, right. So, once you get past the opening bit with the dog, he drops the quavers down the hole, and then you're an ant, you go down the hole. Then you're treated, you don't actually start the game after that, then it goes to basically like a start screen, which again, chances are they just tacked on that that stuff, and then this normal start screen with all the ants, with the ants carrying the letters around to spell out the credits mm-hmm. and stuff, that was probably the opening screen. It makes me wonder how much if this, I wonder if this game would have been a one-disc game without
0: the extra Quavers <laughs> Maybe so. You might be right. You they might just be added right. a second disc. Yeah, the Quavers disc.
1: Yeah, so um, when you actually start the game, uh, you are an ant, and it's a this game is, I have to say, I don't know if I've ever played a game like this. Uh, it really surprised me. So your ant, it's, this is a Domino, or the Domino's game. I don't mean yeah. you're playing dominoes. I mean you're knocking over dominoes, which... I used to love to do that as a kid. Yeah. Did you ever do that? Have a with a domino. I did, domino? A, I did it all the
0: time. In fact, I owned several domino rally sets. Oh, do, I forgot about domino rally. Yeah. that was after my time. Yeah. it was made so you could have little ramps. And right, right. Stuff. And so, if you, you're, you know what you do, this is what I did when I was a kid. We set it up, and you have to say the words "domino rally" before wow. you start. <laughs> so you were sort of you were sort of a chill for domino rally, just I like these guys. <laughs> Domino rally. Boom. <laughs> and, that's and then like three dominoes in, you <laughs> haven't set it up right. It just it stops. It's That is funny. Yeah. Uh, so if it was
1: just setting up dominoes, that wouldn't be the game. That's just screwing around. So this game I actually introduced
0: This game the dominoes are set up for you. This is already, the this is the
1: lemmings of dominoes because you've got a bunch of dominoes that do like special jobs. Mm-hmm. And I gotta thank who was it? Was it Pixels? Somebody put this up on our yeah, Discord, Pics. and I thank God for you, sir, because I needed this book to tell me what these dominoes did. Well, because they're, they're only marked with like little stripes. There's
0: an in-game menu you can actually access at any time. Really, I didn't yeah. even know about that. Yeah, if you push, I think it's P, <laughs> then uh, you get an in-game menu that brings up all of the blocks. Oh, of what they well, do. that's nice. Well, they also we had a, a Pix actually scanned in the book, and
1: so we actually got the I got to look at the book, and the book helps quite a bit. So, the first couple levels are pretty simple. You, you, what you have to do is your ant can move these dominoes around. And your ant can fall uh, from level to level, and there's ladders to get him back up, all right? And so what you need to do, you, really you have to accomplish several things to
0: complete a level. No, you don't. Well, you gonna, have to, no, you do. What you have to do is you have to knock over all the dominoes yes. and make the last domino that falls over the domino that has three stripes. Right,
1: that's several things. That's what I was talking about. You have to do two things. It's two. Plus, you forgot one. Okay. There's a time limit that you have to do. Well, you're not bin. doing it. You have to do it under the time limit. So that's three things. Okay. So no. it's several things. Okay. So the ant can move these dominoes around. And you, at first, you don't have to do a ton of shuffling, do you?
0: It's mostly in the first few levels, It's the, the game does a great job of training you about <laughs> what you need to do, and mostly you only need to move one or two dominoes and the rest are already set up. Yeah. Now, I will admit,
1: I, of course, I came into this completely cold and mm-hmm. no idea what was going on. And so, when I saw the dominoes at first, it took me a little while to know what even I was supposed to do. Because... I didn't know what the striped dominoes mean. Right. So this is one where you probably at least should have a quick look at what's going on. But yeah. It didn't take me too long to figure it out. Then I had to figure out how to get the ant to shove the domino and do right. it again. That's not hard. Just kind of push up at a certain mm-hmm. spot and then hit the button and he knocks over the dominoes. But all simple. controls, no problem in this. So uh, at first, like I said, it's pretty simple stuff. Like I said, they set them up pretty well for you. And then once you knock over all the dominoes and then you knock over the striped domino, the, the door to exit opens, you leave. Simple. And then you've completed that level. Now, this game doesn't have saves. It does have the old level codes. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen. For this game, level codes
0: perfectly fine. Yep.
1: I didn't have any problem. Did you have any problem with that at all? No.
0: If, well, in fact, I never typed them in because I just kept on playing.
1: Right. I'm the same way. But, I mean, still, I don't have a problem with that. in no, It's fine. And once you complete a level, you sort of know the gimmick. It's. I mean, this is early on. You don't really have to go play it again. You can just skip right. You don't have to. like So, it's easy to go back. Now, right. Later on, uh, when this game, gets, because of course I skipped around, this game, I'll have to give these guys credit right out of the game. First, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to cut the chase. I don't like puzzle games. You know that. I don't, this is not my type of game. This game was awesome. An awesome game. Am I good at it? No. But it's so clever and so, this took me, I've never been so stunned. Because this Quavers game, and the last one we did, I wasn't that impressed with it. One Step Beyond. This game is t- tons better than that one because, aside from the fact that you've got the special dominoes, some dominoes will keep will keep dominoing right across the screen. That's their speciality. Some dominoes will bridge gaps. Some dominoes will blow holes and stuff. Some dominoes will shoot up in the air and hit the ceiling and start going. And right? swing. You've got you've got a, so that just those dominoes give you a lot of wacky situations. Some will split in half. Then you get to a point later on in the game, and this was it actually happens on the eleventh level. I know this for certain where you normally you just just stands around and then crap happens. you get to a point where all of a sudden you've got to negotiate your way down to the door before stuff gets blocked right and that's when the game really gets challenging yeah. mm-hmm. because you get to the point and then you've got to, you've got to move and you've got to know when to go mm-hmm. and where to go, mm-hmm. and then later on, like way late in the game and I didn't get anywhere near this, but I didn't cheat to get there. There are situations where you have to move dominoes in mid domino action. You've wow. got to move them around to get them. To, but it's crazy, Bo. Mm. Did you see any of that later stuff? It was. I was like, how can
0: anyone do this? So let me tell you about my experience with this. Okay, game. okay. this is right up your alley. Well, no, it's not. Oh, really, I don't like puzzle games. Okay. Uh, I don't. I, I, I generally dislike them because I find that early on it gets to a point where I just feel like I'm doing work and I just wanna. I just wanna stop. Yes, I agree with that. So I sat down with this game last Saturday in the afternoon. I was kicking back and I was like, all right, I want to play 20 or 30 minutes of uh, of, of pushover and then I'm going to move on to the other games that we got to play this week. So I sat down with this thing and I proceeded to spend two and a half hours playing
1: it. <laughs> you scared that me for is, a second. That is, that is no joke. That's a testament to the joy
0: right? you. clearly. Um, this game is different than most puzzle games because it lets you... Uh, first of all, you don't have any lives. If you mess up, you can keep on doing it. There's no penalty for failing other I'll, than you I'll, just got to do it again. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Number two, uh, the game's difficulty curve is perfect. It starts you off... I mean, it's like, good, do, yeah. you, do you have to come to terms with controls? Yeah. yeah. Okay, but once you do that, the difficulty curve is like, okay, it introduces you to each different concept. Like when a new block is introduced, there will be a stage that's very easy that just shows you what that block does. Another thing that's great about this is that you can, um, when you set up the dominoes and you watch them fall, you can see immediately where things are going wrong. So you can be like, "All right, this is just what I need to do next time to fix it, and I'll be able to do it." Yeah. Versus in most puzzle games, it's completely binary. It's like, ah, you didn't do it right. Try again. Yeah. This one, you can see exactly where you messed up. Yeah. And that's the difference for me. And you could even use
1: your when you if you successfully beat a level, you actually get a, t- a token. So you could actually start the level over from right before you pushed exactly. off, and then not have to start it completely over. Now
0: I will say that I rarely use that. I, I didn't either hardly. Um, I used it a couple of times. Yeah, um, but it, it is a it is a neat thing. Uh, there are a couple things that I would change about this game. Right. Uh, the first one, well, the version that I played, there was something weird with the emulator, and my guy was moving at Mach six. He just moved super super he quickly. He moves pretty quick. Yeah, but was, in watching this video, this my guy was he, moving much faster. This is than how this. mine moved, okay. yeah. Um you know I want my puzzle games to be somewhat of a contemplative experience. I want to be able to sit back and you know be able to focus on the puzzle, okay? I understand there's a time limit. That's fine. Yeah. Um if you there's there's no such thing as running out of time. That's another thing I love about yeah. this game. Once your time limit runs out, the time starts ticking up in red, and you can't complete the level, but you can still figure out. You can still do stuff. But if you have the, if you have tokens, you, the time limits irrelevant. You can still. Oh, you can yeah. use Okay, I didn't realize that. So, but anyway, as you play, your little GI ant will sit there at every second. It's like every 1.5 seconds, he'll tap his foot. Yeah. Okay. And he'll make this unholy screech. Yes, he does make a weird noise.
2: Eek! Yes.
0: Eek!
1: yes, it yeah. sounds like that. It's not that loud or irritating. It, to my yeah. mind, it was. It was. It wasn't the best. Okay,
0: so that really took that was me out unholy, of. By it took way. me out of the game, and I, I once I muted the volume, it it was fine. The problem is, is that the music in this game is actually pretty good. Yeah, and I, I hated to do that. I wish I could just turn off the effects. And there is a there is a panel which makes you believe that you can do that, but you actually can't. You can't turn off the effects and just leave the music. Yeah, that noise was odd. I
1: I, yeah. I didn't like at first I'm like, what the hell is that? And I was like, It's that, is this the guy? Please shut up. Right. Yeah. It didn't I, I agree. I didn't like that. It wasn't a deal breaker, but yeah, I agree right. with that.
0: Um you know, I there is something to be said for when you fail a challenge, you have to kill yourself. Yeah. Um, it is sort of like Spartan esque, I yeah. guess. Um but I would have I I don't know, I, I probably would have done things a little bit different, maybe not made him kill himself, maybe just like if you fail the challenge, maybe just bring up the thing immediately, hit the button and go again. I did find myself wasting time walking to the end of a ledge, waiting for him to do the woo Yeah, he then does then the oh and, and by yeah. the way, that's a real
1: pain when you're trying to get somewhere in a hurry. Right. But that's part of it. Right. Um, yeah, I, that was an odd choice. The right?
0: game did take an odd turn. I knew that whenever they would introduced the delay block, that things that the, something was going down. Yeah. But the way that you have to in that first level, which I, is exactly... It's very rare that we've had such an identical experience playing a game. Yeah. But that very first level where you have to maneuver up the ladder and get there, or it's either up or no, down the that, ladder. You've got, to go,
1: you've got to get down through the gap before the gap Oh, is yeah, that's right, yeah, that's right.
0: That's uh, right. You know, that took me a while to do. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so... Uh, even when I did it the first time, I was just like I got lucky. And that was the first that then I knew at that point that there was going to come a certain point in this game that I wouldn't be able to continue because I wouldn't have the finesse to do it, and that was disappointing because I wanted to just keep on solving like simple domino puzzles. Did, how,
1: do you recall how far you got before yes. you couldn't get any
0: further? Sixteen levels. Yeah, that's right
1: about where I got too. Yeah, I wrote it, it down. It gets it gets a there's a I mean, but again, our time, having only played this for uh, uh, less than a week, if you were to sit down and give this a good hearty shot and give it a lot of time, I can see you, get, you would
0: figure it out. Yeah, I think there's a hundred levels. There are a hundred
1: yeah. levels. I should mention that uh, the, uh, the backgrounds, there, it has different scenarios that you play in. I wrote them down. Uh, you've got, at the beginning, you've got like an industrial level, then there's a Mayan sort of level, then there's a space level, then you're inside of a computer. There's ancient Rome, then, and by the way, don't get too excited about these. These are just basically it's pictures in the background. but well, I mean, but, they're them, nice. but the music changes and everybody okay. different every backdrop. Then you've got an erector set. Then there's a dungeon, and then at the last set of levels are in like Japan. They're like of an Asian flair to okay. them. Uh, the ant. What did you think of that? We've we've always killed a lot of these characters, and I know we hate the noise. But otherwise, I thought the ant was pretty well re- rendered.
0: Yeah, the ant does is, a good job. The ant is definitely up there in terms of mascots. He doesn't <laughs> he doesn't he 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 doesn't make any allusions to his uh, his attitude-filled past. He's not a he's not a uh, you know delinquent caveman. He's pretty good in terms of Amiga uh, mascots. He,
1: also, he, he does have personality. He's about... He, really, the thing is sized out well. Yeah. You know, because this is a game that has... A, I mean, it gets really complicated with multiple levels, and they've got plenty of room to operate. Well, you know, everything is sized real well. A lot of thought... You know, here's my... I was thinking about this on the way over here. This game... I don't know if I was more taken with it than you. And again, I'm no, I'm no good. I did the best I could. But this game is so original and so clever... I, I had to sit here and wonder. Number one, did they come up with this, or is this ripped off? Because I've never—if it's ripped off, I've never seen what it was ripped off of. Right. Like. And if it hasn't been, it wasn't ripped off, and it was original. Why haven't I seen this everywhere all the time? Yeah. Why isn't this on handheld devices? Why isn't this on a Game Boy? This would—this—this this would be. This concept would work on anything—a phone. It would work anywhere.
0: Yeah. I why agree, they yeah.
1: haven't used this is unbelievable. Also, why did I never hear of this game? And they. Pantheon of puzzle games. This is a clever game. I mean, is it Lemmings? It's not as cute or as adorable, but I mean, it's it's similar in terms of the in the scope. It's got a lot of levels. It's well, it's well done. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that the Quavers connection may have screwed this game to a well, certain degree because you know, when the, people uh, see that, they're like, "Oh, here we go." On the know?
0: Super Nintendo, it's not. There's no Quavers at all. It's, it's it because we're in United I've heard States. That. What's it
1: called? Is it called? The it's same called thing? Pushover. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that the name is not strong. I would have pursued a Domino, like a Domino, more of a Domino thing. Like I think this would have been a great license for Domino Rally. You know, Domino Rally was huge at that time. Um, something like something that connected because, like Pushover, you don't think Dominoes. You think like a Galbra jerk, and and that's not what you want. Well, it, I think it's a clever title, but you're right. If if I'm
1: building a game based on knocking over Dominoes, I want Dominoes right. in the title. Exactly.
0: So I think that if they would have named it something a little bit better, it would have helped. Other than that. I mean you're right. This is I mean it's so well done. I can't so believe well we done. had
1: never seen this. Yeah. It stuns me. I, I,
0: this is a hidden gem. It's is one of the
1: all-time hidden gems.
0: Yeah. In and terms I, of and, puzzle and before I forget, oh. I do want to thank Amigo's uh, game selection met- committee member Pixels at Dawn for uh, for suggesting this to the to the to the crew and having them vote on it and the the whole crew for cuz this is this mm-hmm. is one that I would have probably not given another look to and man this is this is by far i mean and i'm sure you'll agree with me this is the best puzzle game on the amiga
1: lemmings is very good and so I'm i gonna, don't
0: like lemmings as much I as this i love lemmings i love lemmings
1: and I, i'm also but the thing here's one thing about this that it's got lemmings. i like
0: and here's another thing i like pipe mania more than but, 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 but not the amiga version i like some of the other but the thing is
1: more. pipe mania has been done to death True. On a million i mean have you ever you've never You've never come across a game like this. No. And the thing is, the game has flair. It's got style. It's got, uh, it's, it, it looks good. I mean, and this, it's the kind of look that holds up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like cartoony, fun. It's fun. Yep. You know, there's, I can't, like I said, the only thing that I can come up with as to why it didn't do well, or I don't guess it did well, I mean, people know about it but I can't figure out why this hasn't been, this concept should be ripped off immediately.
0: Yeah, I agree know? with you.
1: But get on the phone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you rip and the sucker off. And I mean, who's to say that on Steam, there isn't some, you know, cause Steam, there are so many PC games now, but it's just crazy to me that we didn't see any more of this on any other console back in the day.
1: Yeah, it, 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 I'm surprised. Um, so I looked into this thing in terms in terms of uh, how it was received. Again, I was, it, it blew my mind. So. I mean, it's got good scores pretty much across the board. Uh, Lemon gave it an 8.12, which is a good score on Lemon. Uh, Amiga Action gave this an 88. Amiga Format gave it an 86. Amiga Power gave it a 79. Uh, AUI gave it a 99. Wow. The One gave it an 83. Listen, I think the 80s are too low for this. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if I'd say this, but a puzzle game that wasn't like one of the big puzzle games. But I mean, this game, this is a home run. If you're a puzzler... This is a home run. And even
0: if you're not a puzzler, like like I'm not a puzzler, I don't like most puzzle games, but this thing, you've got to play this. You've got to try it out.
1: (laughs) And the way it's set up, I love the way it's set up it's easy to use, it's easy to skip levels. Oh,
0: you know, there's one thing that's different about I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you, but about yeah, the Super Nintendo version mm-hmm. is the you know the the really clever cut scenes in the middle with all the ants putting up the numbers and stuff yeah, like I that. I love that. They took that out of the Super Nintendo version. Really? Yeah. No idea why. Did
1: they keep the music and stuff? In yeah, it, the music the is all the same, and all that
0: yeah, all that stuff is the same, but they took all the Quaver <laughs> stuff out and they took out the interstitial stuff in between the scenes. So.
1: I swear to you, I've gotta think that the Quavers didn't do this any favors. You know, I think people listen, when you, When you're online, let's go back to our previous conversation about the way they used to advertise in games. Online when you when it was when you were like man I'm gonna play something I'm gonna go over to the Nabisco Arcade did you hold those games in any sort of high regard no and the thing is some of those games were made by industry greats because mm-hmm. a lot of guys from the classic gaming era went into advertising right. gaming right you're right and so a lot of those games were fun but when you're like oh I'm gonna go play the lifesavers game mm-hmm. you're not thinking to yourself I'm gonna go play some like first class game
0: no and you're so like I need I need a five minute time waste
1: so when you see a game like I mean even I mean when you think of a g- games that are strapped to advertising, Advertising. Like what awesome games that were strapped to advertising come to your head? I mean, it's not like there's—I don't mean like a movie tie-in. I mean like a product tie-in. Well, you know, that the, were released. You got like the, like uh, the Noise yeah, or Cool Spot Man or something. Cool like that. Spot was a, was a pretty there good. There were platform. some, but I mean, it's—I think you have to get over uh, a—you have to get over the, the that advertising gimmick just to get your game over. Mm-hmm.
0: I wonder if that didn't do this game any favors. That's yeah. just that's just a guess. Yeah, you might be right. Uh, we did get some uh, Discord reviews. Uh, Chris Fold says, This quirky domino-style puzzle game is one I owned on the SNES back in the day, so was curious to see how the Amiga version squared up, especially as it has quavers. Once I got a version that didn't play at light speed, I was pleasantly surprised. Better graphics and sound than the console, thanks to its uncomplicated nature, plays just as well. Like many puzzle games, it frustrates me that it has a time limit and running into place to move things when the dominoes are in play on later levels can be super tricky. Overall, I feel this game has charm, quavers, and something that makes you come back to it. A solid 8 out of 10. Mm. Pixels of Dawn says, Straight up, I should say this is one of my absolute favorite Amiga games and one of my favorite puzzle games on any platform. Great music, spot on sound effects, great looks, and tons of personality couple this with a simple but deep concept and you've got a winner. I will dock points for the incessant idle chatter. <laughs> yes. But that is easily remedied by mm-hmm. keeping on the move in game. While it does have a timer, it means nothing except to give you boundaries to complete the level and once you figured it out as it has no lives and once you realize there isn't anything to worry about, it becomes a chilled game indeed. Even the menus and level code screens are loaded with charm, a stone cold classic. 9.5 out of 10. Jason Warren says, I never played this game back in the day. Lucky too, because I would have drowned hours into it at the cost of my studies. Overall, I found this to be a fun puzzler where not only do you have to figure out the puzzle for the dominoes, but also your escape. Creative gameplay paired with fun music and graphics that included animated cutscenes make this something I'll be coming back to. I had a genuine blast playing it. 9 out of 10. Graham Webkey says, Everyone who knows me understands I really enjoy puzzle games when they're good, and Pushover is 8 out of 10 good. I really like the domino-based gameplay style of this game, and there is decent music. Too often puzzle games have horrendous audio and the sound effects didn't help. I just wish you could mute the effects. This is a hidden gem for me. I never played it before. I still think I enjoy Pipe Mania that little bit more, but I will return to this game again for sure. Yeah, excellent. I'm,
1: I, I think almost total universal agreement on that yeah, one. Yeah, It is It was quite a uh, quite a stunner. Um, I did have a look on uh, eBay on this. Uh, you actually can get a copy of this in the States. I was surprised. 47 bucks. that's what they're asking. For the for the Amiga version. Yeah. Uh, and in the UK, you are looking uh, somewhere, of course, they're... Prices are a lot more reasonable. I saw it going for three bucks all the way up to fifty-five bucks, and there were there were plenty of them out there. This one here, this is going to come back in our year in awards. I can guarantee it Mm -hmm. because this uh, this is one of the best puzzle games I've ever played on any platform. Yeah, yeah.
0: There you go. Um, Well, as we wrap the show up, I do want to thank all the fine folks that are watching us live on Twitch Mm -hmm. right now. Uh, we record the show uh, every Friday at around 5.30 Eastern time if you'd like to join us at twitch.tv slash Amigos AmigosRetroGaming. You can join the party like Pixels at Dawn uh, is here. Oh, and Pixels has just reminded me. We're going to stop the presses because you didn't give me the signal, Aaron. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were going to do this first. Please continue. I never do this first. If, uh, if, uh, if we, uh, if we uh, get uh. this far, There's you'll know signal. I've missed it. Um, Let's talk about what's been going on on the old video channel this week. The video channel being the Amigos Retro Gaming YouTube channel. So, out this week, brand new, we have... We had a lot of crazy stuff come out. A lot of stuff. As I maneuver the mouse in the (laughs) correct direction. Um, Let's start... With uh, the final swag video of the of uh, pixels at dawn's trip to the Southwest Amiga Users Group <laughs> over there in the old uh, England. That was That was it. That was sad. Is the tubby got something about <laughs> something some man. <laughs> Sounds like us. Um, so uh, this is the Blitz Basic manual presentation. So uh, you can check that out if you are interested in learning how to code in Blitz Basic and finding your way around that. You know, Blitz Basic was used to code a ton of, like, legitimate me games, like the Supercar series yeah. and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, so, it's a very powerful. Yeah. So, uh, there he is. I think that's the same guy from the ad. So, <laughs> uh, next up, Aaron, uh, let's talk a little bit about this week's ARG Presents, the Sword M5. Holy moly, the Sword. Well, uh, we had, uh, this was a uh, selection for the Thanks for Giving
1: Marathon, and Brent took a lot of those and put them back on the whistle so we could do a full episode on them and this one it came up right away. An interesting uh, Japanese computer uh, was uh, start the company was started in 1970. By a fellow in Japan and his mom, which I like <laughs> That is, and, and they ended up in, it's in '85. They sold the uh, the company was bought by uh, Toshiba and became their computer arm, Interesting. basically, effectively. This so, is, so
0: this is the forerunner of this the satellite and all. Uh, well, this, I mean, uh, I can't
1: say that with any certainty, but I mean, this was I'm that's why it. they bought it. I'm certain. Uh, we, it. If you'll recall, but you actually played this we we played Pugan and Super on Oh, okay, on it. yeah. Uh, this week, uh, me and Brent picked pow- a Power Pack and Wonder Hole. Power Pack is super is the Namco's name for Super Pac-Man on this machine. For there were a couple where they named it that that's a legitimate uh Namco version. And Wonder Hole, which I will admit when Brent picked that, I was a little worried. But the story behind Wonder Hole. Yeah, the fact is that it is the ol- it's the
0: only port of a arcade game that no longer exists anywhere. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, it was it was it was a fun <coughs> episode. And Brent was all fired up for this one.
1: So he we, Brent was he was shooting all on all cylinders this week. So yeah, we had a good time. Uh, this upcoming week is going to get real funky. We'll be taping live, uh, and we'll be doing the Tandy TRS-80 Model 100, which mm. I can tell you
0: had no commercial game releases, so <laughs> we're going to get into some crazy stuff. Uh, we had mm. a new episode of The Coco Show released. Uh, this was super pitfall, Aaron. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, by the way, I'm not the only
1: person that couldn't get this to run on their Coco 3 up I, noticed yeah. I noticed that. I noticed that. We actually had a good time doing this, and uh, despite the fact that we, neither one of us really enjoyed the game that much, uh, but the Pitfall series, hey, it, 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 it's a series of highs and lows, and that's for darn sure, and all the highs came early. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately. <laughs> but, yeah, it's still the, uh, its an
0: interesting game, and, of course, the Cocoa is always a load of fun. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to make sure there's nothing else. Oh, yeah. We also debuted a new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So last week, if you, if you didn't join us live, uh, I told Aaron we were going to start with Amigos, and then unbeknownst to him, uh, we actually started a new podcast <laughs> instead. Yeah. Um, we recorded the first episode of 1200XL, an Atari 8-bit gaming show, and uh, our first game was Blue Max, uh, one, of our, one of our favorite games and uh, the the show seemed to go over pretty well, so we'll, we'll be doing about one of those a month to add to the stable of Amigo's retro gaming shows.
1: Boat knew there was a 0% chance I would agree to do another podcast, and then he sugared it up by picking one of my all-time favorite games. And, he, and, and for the second one, he picked another one of my all-time favorite games. So Bo is a smooth operator. Uh, I will say that. That's what, the
0: nicest thing I can say. One might say I mold you to my design. Oh, God. Please don't say that again. <laughs> horrible. And of course, we have some just wacky stuff up on the channel. We've got Trek Talk with Amigo Aaron. This yeah. is where Aaron gives a... a this is
1: where you f- put that up without telling me again. An authorized <laughs> rundown <laughs> of the original
0: series, uh, Next Gen, yeah. DS9, uh, Galaxy Quest, and Sequest DSV. No, none of those things, just Star Trek. And ask the Amigos Q&A, where uh, a bunch of of people on Discord asked us a bunch of questions and we answered those questions. I like that, that was
1: fun. I like those those Q&A ones, they're good,
0: I like those. Yeah, yeah, so make sure you check out all the action all this stuff is posted on our Amiga or our YouTube channel, Amigos Retro Gaming, and most of the audio is also cross-posted to our feed over at Anchor.fm/slash Amigos Retro Gaming. You know, I'm sorry, Amigos Podcast.
1: You know this Swag uh, 2020. This was quite an event. Wasn't it was. It, it was. Uh, yeah. This was. This was a. Uh, uh, they had a lot of good action over at this thing. So yeah.
0: Thumbs up to that. Yeah. The the guys that run Swag, they run. It seems like they run a really tight ship. Everything seems super organized, <laughs> and so uh, it's you know England is just so lucky to have that. that that sort of event going on on their home turf, and
1: I feel very fortunate that we get to see it. And I was talking to uh, uh, one of our good buddies and our one of our longtime supporters, John Marshall, Wednesday, and he was talking just raving about how much he enjoyed watching the swag play. So it's, it's a lot, it's got done real well for us too. So it's been very popular,
0: yeah, yeah. Thank you to Pixels of Dawn, uh, beat reporter on the street for capturing all that footage and editing it. That's he a, is he is the man.
1: That's a fact. Also, while we're on here, it's you know, the week I was sick, uh, uh and I just found out about this the other day. Uh, I uh, 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 I guess uh, someone sent me a goodie, Ooh. and I just got the goodie thanks to Brent when he he finally bothered to give it to me. It was my good buddy Duncan Styles. Well, it gave me, I guess that I don't know if everyone got these things. It's a t- like a video game tin. Oh, yeah. Stamps. Yeah, this is the, the stamp set that he got one for you, me, and Brent. Well, I want to thank him here on the show. for That was a very nice gift, and I really appreciate it. Yeah, we uh, And I didn't want to think that I just never said anything to him because I just found out <laughs> <laughs> my dad's birthday was Sunday. Brent's like, hey, I've had this at the house for you. I'm like, hey, what the heck? Give me that. So, yes, thank you very much. I appreciate that.
0: All right, and now we can thank all the fine folks in the uh, in the in the Twitch. So, Edvin <laughs> Helen, he's watching live from his man cave in chilly Norway, having a, a sudsy cold one. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. Ten minute Amiga retrocast. L. Curtis B. is here. Uh, Jeffy Jeff seventy three. Delamort seventy eight. The Card twenty ten. Pixels at Dawn gaming modding it up. Paul Kitching Mitsuyama. Um, Go to go sub is here. Joss Vender is here. Uh, Ricky DeRocher. Thank you guys so Good much. crowd tonight. Yeah, yeah. for uh, for hanging out with us late night for those of you in Europe live on Twitch. Oh, Edwin's at the
1: cabin. Dude. Oh man, it's amazing that people can watch us live from the cabin.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. I saw some pictures of that cabin. There's some snow going on over in Norway. Yeah, some serious snow. Uh, we also want to thank our Twitch subscribers: uh, Still Adolescing, Bike Me, Chris Folds, Less Sooner. People, go to go sub real Joe the Zombie, Paku Take, MSX, Frodo NL, Buck Owens, Anguish Auteur, Retro Jerry, Mitsuyama, Brother Bill the Slow, Norris Uber Scuba Diver, and G Webke. You know what? You know what Roy really bothers
1: me, Bode both? What's that? Is you've got a lot of fake Joe the Zombies walking around. I know. And so poor Joe had to actually put real in front of his name just so we'd know who he was. Well, that's how we know. That's, that's how zombies we know he's for you. Yeah,
0: they'll, they'll rip you off. They're crying for legitimacy. <laughs> Good point. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you are an Amazon Prime uh, subscriber and uh, you enjoy the show, you can support us for free by just going to Twitch and becoming a Prime subscriber to the Amigos uh, Retro Gaming Twitch channel.
1: Yeah, so. and if you're a real Amazon, send me a picture. Okay.
0: Um and of course Aaron it's time for the Patreon song. Oh, okay. Uh so last week we did a tune and by we I mean I. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to sing you the real tune and you can tell me if you know. Okay,
1: cuz I could not identify okay. whatever that was.
2: She was a working girl on North England way. Now she's hit the big time. In the USA.
0: You know what that is? Nope. Okay. So you would not have gotten the song even if you knew the real song. Nope. The name of the song is Honey Pie, and it's by a band called The Beatles. Yeah.
1: I know the name when you said it, but I didn't know the song. And also, I will tell you this. Your version right there was not good. But what you did last week, it was more like avant garde scream art. <laughs> just ranting and wailing, That's true. And you was like the human bagpipe and someone was just stomping up and down. That's true. It. When
0: I put in the pops and locks, that really, I feel like that, never that, that, that That's never
1: good. That's what that top. was. I thought you had a spasm of some sort. I was going to get some drugs out here.
0: All right. Uh, we did get a new supporter this week, Aaron. We want to welcome to the fold. Zebedee's Magic Roundabout. Yeah,
1: I saw his name pop up and I was like, so happy because that's quite a name.
0: <laughs> I love it. So, if you know the answer to this week, oh, and nobody got that, by the way. Nobody. No one knows. Nobody I'm telling
1: knows. you. And people know the Beatles. They know that song, but not that what you did. <laughs> no, no bad. Bad boat.
0: So um, we want to thank our supporters in this very special way. If you know the name <laughs> of this song, you can send me an email at com. This is how you thank
1: the supporters by desecrating a famous <laughs> song. <laughs>
2: Zeb, Zeb, Zebedee's, Magic, Roundabout, Jergen, Mr. Cola, Daniel Williams, Bernard, Lucas, Jerry, Dennington, Sword Club, Commodore, Kid, York, Beginson, Terry Howard, Reflection, Simon Ledge, Cap'n, Crispy, Kilobytes, Caffeine, Mike, W, Decker, Three Wood, Gary, Heather, Free Lunch, Kate, Fox, David Pick. Bird, Cameron, Armstrong, Andy, Jones, Lobster, Minnator, 10-Minute Amiga, Retrocast, Bernard Quinn, Retro Man Cave, Tim Drew, Simon Rose, Joseph Harrison, Kyle Letter, Rob O'Hara, Howard Nibs, Matthew Larimore, Andy Craig, Sean Zog, Colin, 419 Barfit, Roland Burke, Andrew Monk, Stroh, The Zombie, John Cook, Leif Kellan, Alan Kebab, Check out the Level, Lord John Marshall, Matthew Perron, Ricky DeRosia, Creepy Dead, More City, CTZ, The Slow, Norse, Stefan, Sorgon, Mortensen, Edmund Helen, blendo 75, Christopher Hassel, Rabbi, Abbott, Chris Foles, Green Ketcher, Laurent Giroux, Grand Pipkey, Lane Denson, Adam Barsby, O'Brien's, Retro and Vintage, Gary Hucker, C. Brian Jones, Paul Harrington, Duncan Styles Tapes from the Crib, Josh, Nan, Adam Bradley, Jonas Rulo, THG, Eric Nelson, Kim Tommy, Humberstadt Daniel Bingston, Brutal, Barracuda, Darren Coast, Jason Warns, <laughs> Pixels at Dawn, and Kjobjorn Barman. That was worse than last week. That was better than last week. Where are you getting
0: week's? these songs?
2: These are famous songs like just, of the
0: past. That sounded like something you just randomly would generate. No, <laughs> it's, well, I was singing multiple parts. Where yeah. are the instrumental breaks? The instrument broke. All right. <laughs> 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 that was that
1: was that was no good, but You. Mm. This is that's bad.
0: Next week, Aaron, we're going to be playing a Boss Man joint.
1: A- Okay, lay it on me, lay it on me. What's
0: the boss pick? Desert Strike. Oh, yes.
1: Now, I believe
0: that you recently played this on some sort of a live stream, didn't you? Listen,
1: I have played it, and I was was doing awesome, too. (laughs) Ask anyone, they'll tell you. (laughs) I'm ready. I'm ready to jump on
0: this one. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, guys. Thank you, as always, for watching. We'll be back next week with Jungle Strike. Nope, Desert Strike. Jungle Strike, we won't be back with. I, I think if we, we did jungle strike already. We right? haven't. This is our first strike We've never game. done a strike? Isn't that amazing? It is stunning. Yeah. I thought we'd done one.
2: All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Until then, adios. adios.